Have you ever been to a volcano? When it was erupting, you're now listening to Super Bowl. They're a bunch of guys who ain't never played the game. It's pretty. It's so pretty. That's what you said, man. I'm supposed to be a franchise player, and we're in here talking about Super Hoopers. That's terrible. <laughs> Welcome to the Super Hoopers podcast, part of the B-Ball Breakdown Network. I am your host, Matt Hill, and with me, as always, is my brother in basketball, John Hill. John, do you still have a job? I have a job. You have not been fired yet. I have not been fired yet. As we record this, February 8th, 2016, George Carl, reports are George Carl will be fired soon. I mean, it's, I don't know, there's not much There's not much to say that about this beyond that the Kings are a mess and probably need to figure out the front office situation, you know, before, you know, before they figure out their next coach. But also Derek Fisher lost his job. Um, do you think that was deserved? I feel worse about Derek Fisher. Because do you like Derek Fisher? No one likes Derek Fisher. No, but like he probably likes that job. Yeah, well, of course. Like, he probably coach, loved you're making job. a lot of money. Yeah, but he probably loves coaching at Madison Square Garden. He gets to work under Phil. Got some good pieces. It's probably an enjoyable job. George but Carl. Would you, that's, a, that's not a criteria to judge a job, whether or not someone loves it. I mean, yeah, you could love being a movie star, but that doesn't mean you should be a movie star. No, no, no. I'm saying I feel bad for him. Where George Carl, like... But he's so hateable, John. You don't, you don't hate Derek Fisher? I mean, I think Derek, Derek Fisher is like... A, he's like a, someone who should have gone to Duke. Like, he feels very... He has like a Duke vibe to him. Like, he just seems so clean cut, but so dead on the inside. I'm saying I feel bad. Like, I, I always feel bad that people lose their jobs. You're too nice, John. You're way too nice. Well, you know, you have plans. Maybe he just bought, like... You know, he repainted his house or things like that. Maybe his kids are in school. I don't know. I have to remind you... I have to remind you every episode that these are not real people. These are characters in a soap opera that we follow. Quit thinking of them as, as just real human beings, okay? No, no, no. Derek Let's... Fisher is a villain. All right, fine. Derek Fisher is a villain. But the point I'm trying <laughs> to make is Derek Fisher is probably upset. George Carl is getting $10 million to not hang out with the Kings anymore. That is mm -hmm. the dream scenario. If you told me, here's $10 million, never hear about the Kings again, that's like oh, that'd be oh, the best. That'd oh, be the absolute was, best. That'd be that. That is like there, George Carl is is living the dream. He's he's the most. There should be a way to be able to block out certain teams from like you know your NBA uh, consumption. Like just I don't want to see another article about this team. I don't want to watch another game with this team. I actually like the Kings. Like I like I, I I find I find the drama around the Kings you know interesting and hilarious. So they would not be one of my blackout teams. Um, and in the interest of, you know, not pissing off fan bases, I won't say, you know, what my blackout teams would be. But don't you think, but Derek Fisher is getting, I assume he has a contract. I assume he's getting paid to not coach the, the Knicks. Oh, you're saying like, it's so much better to be at, Mad at MSG and, you know, be around the limelight and everything like that. You actually feel bad for him losing the job. Yeah, because that's like a fun job. Right, like you, right, right now, you're not, you wouldn't want to hang out with Chris Tapps at MSG and then, oh, and, and oh, then let be. And then to give Carmelo the ball once in a while and, you know. Of course. I think coaching bad. the Knicks, I think coaching <laughs> the Lakers would be the best job. And then coaching the Knicks would be the number two job in terms of just 
overall glamour franchises. Oh yeah. But why? I mean, why do you think they fired him now instead of waiting till the end of the year? Why not just let him finish out the year, right? I mean, the the players must have either really not liked him or Phil must have not liked him. I think that must have been the case because the word, there's yeah, going to go be ahead. a lot of there's a lot of good coaches without jobs right now. Tom Thibodeau. Who else? You got uh, D'Antoni. Uh, you got Luke <laughs> yeah. Walton. You hey, know. Uh, John, D'Antoni has a job. He's with the 76ers. Yeah, but he's, John, he's for those of you don't, for those of you who are just listening to the podcast or first listening to the podcast, John's a huge 76ers fan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wearing a hat right now. Yeah, wearing um, the Sixers hat on, on the pod. You know, you got your Vinny Del Negro's hanging around. Dude, Vinny Del Negro <laughs> is not a good coach. Man, I thought it was shameless. Vinny Del Negro goes on the Woj podcast. I love Then he goes on Zach Lowe's podcast. And in both podcasts, he's just like openly campaigning for a job. Love like it. he's not even answering the questions. He's just speaking in coach cliches every single thing. And he's essentially bragging. Like he was just bragging about the stuff he did. Like, oh, we made Nick Young this great player. He got out there and he saw the stuff we we're doing in the organization. Come on, Vinny. Come on. I mean, well, like, what else is he going to do? Was he going to just update his LinkedIn? This is NBA coaches. Like, he's got to do what he's got to do. All right. But back to the Knicks. Now, the rumor is they're going to go after Walton. Um, do you think they should do that, John? Do you think that's a good? That's that would be a good hire for them. Yeah. I mean, so it's, it seems like kind of a done deal. Like they're they're going to go hard after Walton. So the only way Walton's not the coach is if he turns it down. However, Tom Thibodeau is apparently willing to crawl to M- to msg to get the job i read that well i, th- I think the one thing going against the uh luke walton is uh steve kerr turned down the knicks that turned out extremely uh Good. beneficial yeah so you think okay so let's say you're luke walton right so obviously byron scott's gonna get fired you, do you take the lakers job or the knicks job Ooh, the knicks are probably better off being you Luke think Walton? so? You would rather have you would rather have Porzingis. I mean, basically, you're comparing their young talent. So, Porzingis versus D'Angelo Russell, Randall, and Clarkson. You would you would take Porzingis over those three guys? Well, because you also have Carmelo. Dude, and you Carmelo's either, done, man. Carmelo is. Yeah, I but mean, come you, on, Carmelo. You could he's easily. Done. He's at least a good player, or you could trade him for something else. Yeah, they'll probably like trade like him the, like, like you're going to get more for Carmelo than you are Julius Randall. So you're you know, taking the. I would take the Knicks job too. I just think the expectations are lower. I think these Knicks fans, they're all in on Chris Stapps and they're willing to like build with build with Chris Stapps. Like I don't think they're going to be that much pressure on on the team. That's true, but I also think though there's not much pressure on the Lakers because they're pretty bad. All right. So speaking of the Knicks, the trade deadline is coming up. Seven days. It's about it's about ten days off. February eighteenth. Yep. It's 18th. February eighth now. Yeah. Somewhere. So it's it's coming up. So I have some trades for you, John. You got some trades. I'm gonna I'm gonna pitch you some trades. Yeah, pitch me. You pitch can me tell some me. Trades. You can tell me if I should be a GM or not. Okay. Uh, the answer yeah. is yes. I should be a GM. Obviously. Um. Very credentialed. Yeah. Very credentialed. Uh. So what I identify. I mean, I don't. I really don't think anybody has a chance this year outside of Golden State or San Antonio. Maybe the Thunder have an outside chance. So a lot of my trades center around. Um, center around the Clippers and the Cavs because I feel like if you're the Clippers or the Cavs like you need both those teams are in win now mode and they they can't win now so they need an extra piece to put them over um the top really so my first trade I'm going to pitch to you okay okay let's hear it Chris Paul you trade Chris Paul Ooh. now this goes the other way actually because this way I think if you're the Clippers you're saying 
this team I got, Blake Griffin, he punched a dude. He's going to be out. He's probably not going to be in the playoffs. So let's trade Chris Paul. Let's sort of reset. Let's get a little younger. Let's, you know, set ourselves up better for next year and the year after that. Trade Chris Paul for Goran Dragic and Justice Winslow. Do you think that trade works for either one? Because I think the Clippers maybe get a little worse now, but you have Dragic going forward and Winslow's just going to get better. And I think Miami with Chris Paul can make a real run in the East. I think it's it's a smart trade, but I don't think the Clippers do it because the Clippers would be definitely saying we're not going to win this year. We're not going to win next year because Winslow just needs years. I, I, I think it may be two years. You set, your, you set yourself off pretty nice. I think the Clippers definitely do it. If I was the Clippers, I would make this trade instantaneously because Chris Paul is, you know, on the wrong side of 30. Generally, point guards don't age well. So I think I would def- I think it's a question if, if Miami would do it, really, is, 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 is where it's tough. I think the Clippers no, might Miami have to throw it. No, Miami would absolutely do it. You think so? Oh. Okay, well, then I think it's a good trade. Dragic isn't playing well at all. Okay, so the this this next trade, I have this good next trade, trade for you. Good trade, though. Good trade. Oh, thanks, thanks. You know, I'm right. you know, I've been, right. I'm, that's pretty fair. Okay, I'm not Simmons. I'm not Bill Simmons. I'm not the Picasso of the trade machine. But I'm I'm learning. I'm like, like I don't the know. Matisse. Yeah, I wouldn't say I'm the Matisse yet. I may be like, uh, you know, I'm an art major at a, at Columbia or something. Like I'm oh. an art major at a decent school. I'm getting better, but you're, I'm not there yet. You're the guy that took that uh, that answer that commercial where you had to draw the like uh little turtle and mail it in you ever see that <laughs> no i didn't see that no there was always this uh really like shady I'm, on like, i shady art school where they were like just draw this picture and if you're good at drawing this picture and it was always like a cartoon oh turtle. really and really? if you did that like somehow that was your test that, that's to get your into this that's school. your acceptance yeah as soon as you paid the money of course i'm yeah. that guy of you're the that trade guy machine. okay of the all right trade this machine. next okay, one great <laughs> i don't think i would do this but this is sort of operating under the assumption that Doc Rivers is not the best GM. Okay, great. Um, Assumed. And that the Clippers kind of want to move on from Blake Griffin because of this whole punching stuff. And I, I, I mean, it hasn't, they have, the timeline hasn't come out yet, but he had to have a second surgery on his hand. So he might not be back anytime soon. Uh, wow. Blake Griffin. Okay. And Lance Stevenson. Okay. For Kevin Love and Iman Shumpert. Wow. So if you're the Cavs, you're if you here's 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 my thinking if I'm the Cavs. I okay. think we're better with Blake Griffin than we are with Kevin Love. And Yes, I agree. Kevin and Blake Griffin, maybe he's not back for the playoffs, but we're the Cavs. We're gonna cruise to the finals. So we just need to make sure he's ready for the finals. Ooh. On the Clippers side, you get off of Blake Griffin, you're tired of him, you get Kevin Love back. Kevin Love, you know, he's an LA guy or he went to college here. And you get Shump. Shump's a decent player, too. Because I think you can't just do Griffin for Love because I think Love is, you know, uh, worse than Blake Griffin. So throwing in Shump kind of makes it a little little more palatable for the Clippers. Oh, man, that's tough. I think that's also tough because if you're the Cavs, like, you kind of have a shot. You, ha- you have a legit shot at, at winning it. I don't think they have a shot this year. I don't think that with their current team, I don't think they have a shot. I think they have a shot because... In the in the way that they will make it to the finals, and if you're in the finals, anything could happen. So I mean, like, they have more yeah, of a shot it, this year than to wait next year and hope something else happens. That's what everyone says. But do you really want to bet on an injury? I mean, basically, that's what you're, you're saying. You're saying I'm going to make it to the finals, and I'm betting that 
Golden State will get injured. Someone on Golden State will get injured, or someone on San Antonio will get injured. I don't well, know. They also won two games last year in the finals. Oh, again with this. This is the argument we always have. I know. That series was not even close. End of story. Yeah, yeah, not close. They only won two games with, <laughs> with an injured team. So, all right. So, do you do the trade or not? Ugh, that one's tough. If I am, if I'm the Clippers, yeah. If Blake's going to be hurt. All right. So basically, you you're approving all my trades. Um, yeah. What about this one? Kyrie Irving. Okay. And Anderson Verajao. Okay. Just this is just for salary purposes. Yeah, because he's garbage. Yeah, for Chris Paul. This one has been rumored a lot, but I want to get your take on it. Because, okay, for new listeners of the podcast, I'm a known Kyrie hater. I think Kyrie is very injury prone. I think I have a bet. I think I have a bet with you, John, that Kyrie will only make two more All-Star games. Meaning, like, he'll he'll make more than two. Okay, well, that's that's why you have a bet. I don't think he's ever been healthy for a full season, and I I see it just getting worse as time goes on. So if I'm the if I'm the if I'm the Cavs, that's that's the incentive. I get I get off Kyrie, I get Chris Paul, who helps again, who helps with the current timeline. If I'm the Clippers, I do it just because you know it's Kyrie Irving. He is he's he is an All Star, um, and he's younger. And and that would I think it helps both teams on the timelines. I think it just uh-huh. comes down to does LeBron want to play with Chris Paul or does he want to play with Kyrie? Okay, so here I. I I have to go to my anonymous sources. Your anonymous um, sources? Okay. I do have anonymous sources in LeBron's camp that uh, him and Le- Kyrie and LeBron are quite close and that the Cavs would never trade Kyrie. So it's a bit of a pipe dream, but... Uh, yes, I wouldn't do it. Look for that Look for that all over uh, the internet tomorrow. Yep. Uh, Hill, anonymous sources, reports Kyrie and Ke- LeBron are friends. Um, <laughs> That's uh, right. Hey, hey, final I, tra- I had a source this weekend. I ran into a source. Anonymous source. Oh, yeah? Okay, yeah. Tell, I was, at, I was at a party, and uh, Anonymous source uh, says that Blake Griffin and the guy he punched are, like, best friends. Oh, yeah. Everyone says that, though. Yeah, well, yeah, but I got it from my source. Now, I, I can oh, you confirm. got it from your source. I, I can confirm. Yeah. <laughs> I was on the internet uh, this week, and I saw that as well. Yeah, no, no. This was a, like, this is, this I, is I'll a, tell you off camera. It's a legit source. Ooh, a legit source. Like, okay. Like, someone, someone, Yeah. I'll tell you after. Okay, did your legit source say they're still friends? Was it just like kind of a night of a night that sort of took a, took a turn for the worse? Or all he said uh, was, all he said was, wow. He said they're really close. Uh-huh. Uh, this is a Clippers source. Okay, former Clippers. So source. is your source Doc Rivers? It's Doc Rivers, uh, uh-huh. but I call him Glenn. You're at a party uh, with Doc. I was at a party with Glenn. Yeah, John. John, that's my that's my John, You know they're John, friends. They're best friends. Why they a bunch of best friends? It's <sighs> <laughs> two horrible Doc Rivers impressions. Yeah, the two horrible. Yeah. That's the horrible uh, Doc Rivers uh, duel. <laughs> um, Welcome right, to Super what, Hoopers. All but right. are they are they still friends? No, you didn't get. We it don't out know. Of? That's all I know is that. What was what, the follow up question? How come there was no follow up question? No, I just, just I just like, heard it. It was a different. He was talking to someone else. I could be didn't butt in. Well, because it was like I met the source after he yelled that thing out, and then I asked him about other things. What he just yelled it to the whole party? Hey, everyone! This, Blake this, Griffin and, and the trainer Matt Testy or whatever his name is, Matthias Testy, your best friends. He came into the party, and someone was like, uh-huh. "Hey, oh, dude, what about Blake? You uh-huh. know him?" And he was like, "Yeah, no, they're best friends. I don't know what happened. It must have been serious." And then later, I talked to him about other stuff. 
Uh, what other stuff can you divulge? No, he's anonymous source. It's source. Oh man. Well, that's that's like that's why it's, that's why he's anonymous. You can divulge stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Final trade for you, John. Carmelo Anthony for Goran Dragic. Oh. And also, you have to throw in Chris Anderson to make the salaries match. But basically, Carmelo Anthony for Goran Dragic. Oh, I would. If I was the Knicks, I would never do that. Why not? You need a point guard. Your best player is Kristaps Porzingis, who's 18 years old. You need a guy who's younger to, than Carmelo. I mean, a Carmelo's like 31 or 32. Like you need, you get you get younger. You get the point guard that you need to help. But how the, much younger is, is Dragic? He's not that. I young. I think Dragic's like 27 or 28. So he's not that young. And he's playing horrible this year. He's not playing well. Yeah, he is and you're going to trade look, the he's face of your franchise, year, okay? the guy who puts people into MSG, and you're going to trade him for like a mediocre playing point guard? The oh guy God. that the Suns gave away? Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Uh, Goran Dragic is uh, 29. <laughs> yeah. So you're going to get one year younger. He, hey, hey, in my defense, he's a young 29, John. <laughs> it's, it's, oh, he doesn't wow. have that many NBA miles, okay? Oh, my God. No, no, no. It's a good a trade. Move. It's a good trade. If you're it's a heat, good trade. Let's call Phil. Heat, Let's call Phil. Do it. So you say, you say that the New York Knicks don't do that trade? No. No, it's a horrible trade. If you're Carmelo Anthony, are you stoked on that trade? Would you be happy to go to Miami, play with Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh? Yeah, Absolutely. So you, because you have a new, you have no, Carmelo has a no trade clause. So you think he's like, yeah, I'm going to Miami. Oh yeah, and then he doesn't, he doesn't have to wait. If he doesn't joined Miami, that would be a pretty, that would be a pretty That's solid saying, East team. Man. That'd be a That's solid East team. If yeah. I'm Miami, I think watch watch Miami. If I'm Miami, I'm making moves, man. I'm trading. I think Dragic has real I, value. If I, I was get some, Miami, I would try Dragic. I would try or Winslow. Whiteside and Winslow for Carmelo. White, Whiteside doesn't have much value because you can't really resign him. So it's like wherever he goes, oh, because sort of, he, yeah, he has that weird. He doesn't have the weird. He, he has a weird. Rights. He has a weird contract. Yeah. So you can't. So Whiteside doesn't have that much value. Also, he seems like he's lunatic. So I don't. I don't know if teams will be reticent to to, to, to take him. Hmm. Yeah. No. If I was if I was Miami, I trade Winslow. And here's what else. I do. Here's what I do if I am Miami. Okay. Yeah, right. I trade Dragic for. Uh, for Carmelo, in my world, this trade works. Okay, <laughs> okay, sure. I trade. Uh, okay, just get I LeBron in your world too. For, for yeah, yeah. For, okay. okay, I trade Justice Winslow. Uh, this is just off the top of the dome. I trade Justice Winslow for Jeff Teague. Okay, I think I think the Hawks do that. We know Teague's oh, yeah. on the market. Okay, that's a, that's. So now I would we do get, that. I would do that. Now we get a point guard. Now we get a point guard. We got we got Jeff Teague, we got Carmelo, we got Wade, we got Bosch, and I trade Whiteside for Rudy Gay. And maybe if I see, I see if I can get a, a, a shooter along with them, like Bellinelli or something like that from Sacramento. Oh my God. Um, the reason for that, just because I want Whiteside and DeMarcus Cousins and Willie Cauley-Stein all on the same teams, all lunatic centers who are like just going to burn the building to the ground. Okay. I will approve that trade just for that. Just for that, that alone. Just for the Kings? Just the, for the, the Kings? Who coaches? Who would you get The melting of the, the smoothie like, center. Gosh. No, all oh, bo- you know who bo- I would get boogie player coach. You know who I would get to the to, to coach that team? PJ Carlissimo, uh, <laughs> the guy who Latrell Sprewell coached, just yeah. to see, just to see what would happen. That'd be great. Oh, no, what I would fantastic. do is just re-sign George Carl, fire him, fire. then re-sign him <laughs> for twenty million guaranteed. <laughs> because if you're gonna Kings, Wouldn't you might as well. Gonna- Go full kings. You go full kings. Go full, go full kings. kings. Never go full wouldn't kings. That, wouldn't that be amazing? That would be so kings of them That'd be if the they best. fire George Carl, and then 
this summer they do a coaching search and they they realize George Carl's the best coach that, and they rehire for him. the team. That'd be so good. <laughs> God bless Vivek. Do that it. would be. Do it. I want to see. You know what? You know what? Vivek is this this the clown running this show. Vivek Ranadive, the owner of the Sacramento Kings. He should coach the Kings. Can you imagine that? Dude, and you know his his daughter on, is like yeah. a pop star. Four his on daughter five, cherry picking. It'd be great. Oh yeah, four on five, and he has the daughter uh, uh, Angeli. I think her name is her name, and she's she's the assistant coach. You know you, you you know you're breaking some you're breaking some ground there. I mean I know they already have a female assistant coach, but two that's even that's even breaking more. Yeah, ground. That, that would be first uh, Indian head coach. That would be great gonna, for women's uh, rights. Is bypass the legit. Uh, women's coach for your daughter the pop star yeah john you're joking but can you imagine how great it would be for women's rights if she was really good at the job then it's like even even better we had this unqualified woman off the street and she was a great coach (laughs) oh my god sacramento kings get at me (laughs) get at us we'll fix your mess don't go full kings well okay so we figured out you know we've made a bunch of trades We've shaken up the league, John. Um, now I think I think it's time to shake up the television broadcast. So last weekend, ABC, they added a new wrinkle to the broadcast where they light up the three-point line uh, when a player attempts the three. Did you see it? Have you, did you watch the game? I did not see it, no. You didn't see it? Didn't do, you, see it. do you think it's a good idea? I mean, I kind of support any sort of weird gimmicks attached to the game. So if ABC wants to do that, I say more power to them. I don't know. Was it cool? Uh, I didn't see it either. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what's Wait, crazy? Did it I actually, wa- ha- I don't know if it happened. I thought it was I, just know, a I test. don't know if it happened because I watched, they, they said they were going to do it, and then I watched the game, and I never noticed it. No, no, I think it was a test. You think it was a test? I thought it was like they now have the technology. They now, they have it. They're just waiting for the right time to roll yeah, it out. I don't think they did it. Well, someone, I'm sure someone will correct us, um, you know, and we'll, we'll be made to look like the fools that we always are. Okay, fair um, enough. Okay, but I uh, I was I was thinking that you know I was I have some ideas for the league. Uh, again, you know, silver, get at me. I always got ideas. Always got um, ideas. Al- to along this line, you know, adding stuff to the broadcast, adding virtual stuff to make it better. So the first one I think is obvious, um, and it's just the NBA Jam thing of if a player makes I say if a player makes two baskets in a row, the ball's on fire now. Wow, just two. Just two, because I don't think it's going to happen that much. Like, I think, how often does a guy make two in a row? It only happens, because you, you don't want it to happen so rare. You want to see it, like, at least once a game. So I think, you know, once he makes two in a row, when he touches the ball, the ball's on fire. So it's not like the ball's on fire all the time. It's just when he touches it again, we add flames to the, you know, to the ball. I think that's easy to do. You just put a chip in the ball. Yeah. So you always know where it is. You add the After Effects flames. You know, you, you put it in. It's, it's easy to comp in, right? Yeah, I think so. I yeah. mean, we both done. We both done. We're both visual. We done yeah. both done visual effects. I mean, they did it with simple. the hockey puck. I think they can do it. Yeah, they, they did it with friends. the hockey puck. They do it with the ball. Now it's on fire. You know, Steph. Can you imagine Steph Curry? It's on fire. He shoots again. It's even more on fire. He keeps shooting. He keeps making it. And players, I think players would love it too. Like they're, you know, they'd be incentivized to. You know, I don't know. Maybe it's the wrong incentives, but it'd be fun. Now, see, that's why I think it should be three, because you know. You don't want it's like too rare. Two, two, make it rare because right, well, okay. if you get two, point, two let's, then let's, you're like, whoa, come on, let's get him. The that's ball. not okay. You're, yeah. Let's compromise. 2.5. 2.5. 2.5. Yep. Two and, a, two and a foul shot. Now, the next one, I've heard of this before and I can't remember I heard of it, but 
it's kind of obvious again it comes from antoine what's his name antoine walker who's they asked him why do you, uh why does he shoot so many threes he says because there's no fours <laughs> that's great <laughs> so Love i said let's add a four let's add Ooh. a four point line it's just make it the half court make it the half court line is four points what? And it only starts if a if a team's down by more than twenty points, or it's the fourth quarter. Ooh! So the game's just going; it's regular, it's regular. But once a team gets down by twenty, or we're in the fourth quarter, then boom, the half court lights up. The four oh. pointer is now open. You know, and you could have you could think about think of the implications. Players will have their half court specialist. It's like you know some little white guy, who's like all, his only skill is to shoot half court, basically. Yeah. I kind of like right? that. I also think it might be fun to like move it around. Oh, so like nice. so like it it just kind of randomly moves. So it's like oh there it is, and you're hoping like you know that like at one point it's not half court. It's like a little closer. So you kind of oh, save it. Oh, and you're oh, kind of oh, guessing, oh. and you're like oh, okay, do I take it? I don't know. Yeah. Here's what we do. Here's what we do. As they keep going down by more than twenty, it keeps moving closer and closer. Oh, it like evens the playing field. So yeah. if you if you're going down by like 21, 22, it starts inching, inching closer and closer. And then like you know if you know if you're down by fifty or something, it's just like right in front of yeah, the basket. Yeah, it's just it's just right there. It's just basically a layup is counted as four now. Yeah, no, this is great. We should definitely reward bad teams. <laughs> Wait, we already do it via the draft. Yeah, I mean, it's already it there. Let's just keep going. Let's it's just like keep the going. CPO. It's like the CPU assist in uh, in video games. You know, yeah, you go yeah, right down, yeah. the, the computer starts helping you. There was an old arcade game called Pigskin, and if you're losing a lot, this green goblin would show up, and you would always win. <laughs> Wait, what? The, what the green the green goblin just well, was pig, on your team. Pigskin was like it was like uh, Vikings versus like savages. Well, why'd they call it pigskin? Were they playing? Were they playing football? Yeah, but it was like actually made out of like a pig skin. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. it was football. It was football. Classic. But they were game. playing with an actual pig. Yep. And then if you were losing by a lot, this green goblin would come in. He was indestructible, right? and you almost and you used to purposely lose so that the green goblin would come okay. back. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Here's 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 I'll, I like that idea. Yeah. Let's do it in the NBA, but with mascots. Okay. If you're down by enough, the mascot can now be a, your sixth man. He could play. You could bring the mascot out, and he can he could be on the court with you. How about this rule? Uh-huh. If you're down by twenty, the other team gets to pick one guy on the other team that has to play. Oh, oh, I like that. So you're I like, like all right, you're down by twenty five. It's a fourth quarter. It's like you know what. Sorry, you have Nick's, to play. Nick Stauskas, you have to play. You have to play. You have to, Elton Brand, you're in. Um, yeah. Whoever yeah. the worst guy on the Warriors Whoever, is. Which is... Probably, Jason Thompson, maybe? Probably Jason Thompson. Jason Thompson, you have to play. Right, right. Yeah. I like it. I like That's it. Sasha Vulichik, you're in. You're in for the Knicks. You're in. Yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah. I mean, that the Spurs would just win by even more because the Spurs basically have no bad players. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, here's my last one. All right. Inspired by Back to the Future, classic movie. You know how Marty McFly starts fading? Mm. Like as, you know, as things get worse, he starts fading out. I suggest we do the same thing um, with players as they get more fouls. Maybe after <laughs> the fourth or fifth foul, the, <laughs> the player starts like fading or like blinking, you know, like, okay. you, oh, you're almost done. You're almost yeah. done. Again, the technology exists. You have, okay. you know, it's just it's just a matter of putting sensors on the player's body, and then you just sort of 
drop the opacity in After Effects. Yeah, well, I let, think I think you could do. It. Let's do it. Let's go full stop. Like I think like uh, George Carlos should have been fading at the last game. Oh, that would be so. Like great. you know, Hornets. Yeah, basically, anytime you lose to the Sixers, it's you're just like really faded, <laughs> and she's like, oh, he's not gonna make it. Oh, that would no. be amazing. That would be amazing. Can That'd you imagine so if George Carl had no idea he was going to get fired? And then he watches the broadcast later. He's like, what? I'm fading. What? I'm What's fading. going on? Yeah, and the GM, the, yep. GM, the GM has control. The GM has like a little knob. In the <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's just like. <laughs> yep. That's great. I love it. Yeah, that's yeah. how you know. Like, and then pop, like pop is just net. Like, you can't even like the the knob doesn't even move. Like, no, RC no. can't even touch the knob. No, no, it's it's in like like a vault somewhere. You know what it should do is pop. Pop should have that for the sideline interviews, where like if they ask dumb questions, he just fades the reporter out. <laughs> pop would fade himself out. He would just oh yeah, pop. <laughs> yeah, that pop would too. That's the only time RC RC Buford would, yeah. would use it. Uh, I, th- I think this, right. here's an idea. Here's an idea. How about every time, like, uh, you know, we see a guy waving a towel that never plays? Like, they, uh-huh. they post his, like, salary above his head. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> well, this is an idea I always yeah, had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, oh, wait, wanted- wait. But that guy, that guy got paid $120,000 to wave the towel today. Oh, yeah. There should be, like, a instead of their number being their number, the number should be how much they made during the course of the game. So yeah. as the game goes on, the number counts up and counts up and yeah. counts up. So like Kobe would, like by the end of the game, his number would be 250,000 or something. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah. I you- always had this, I always had this idea that I wanted to market a, a necklace that was just like a digital display of your bank account. <laughs> like, so, so it was like, you know, if you're a rich dude, it's like, that's like the ultimate bling. It just had, you could just see how much money's in your bank account. Yeah. Uh, you know, right on your neck. Yeah. That'd be great. I can see yeah, that. I'm I a, see that. Yeah. I don't know why I never did that. I'd be, yeah. my, my necklace would be uh, quite high. Your, your, um, neck, your necklace would be like a post-it note on a, on a shoe string. Oh, my current, my current bank account. Oh yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Oh yeah. That yeah. would be ooh, bad news. Um, all right. So okay, I think we fixed the broadcast. Now let's go to our most popular segment, John. Get at me, dog. Get at me, dog. Get at me, dog. For new <laughs> listeners, the way it works is each week, John and I tweet at an NBA player, and we get points for if the player responds, retweets, favorites, whatever happens, and negative points if the player blocks us. So this week's player was Jason Richardson. Oh, we only get one tweet. Yep. So my tweet to Jason Richardson was, Yo, we believe Warriors versus this year's Warriors. How many points do you beat them by? Pretty good take. Yeah, you know, I figure compliment the guy. I also realized there was a typo in it, so... But anyway. <laughs> Which might help. <laughs> sure. Might help. Well, yeah, I don't like what you're saying about Mr. Uh, uh, NBA Mr. players Richardson. always retweet like typos. That's... Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm thinking like he sees it. He's like, oh, the, you know, this guy's really complimenting me, all this, you know? Yeah. Um, I did the same thing. I want, I want, I want very similar. Okay. So what'd you do? What'd you do? Okay. So I know I read that Jay Rich was hanging out in Philadelphia recently. He was Uh with the team. So I went that angle. Uh, So I went at Jay Rich 23. Hey, Jay Rich, whatcha? Think about the young fellas in Philly. Hashtag trust the process or nah, question mark. Mm-hmm. Hashtag Jay Rich. 
Hashtag, oh, nice. Hashtag the slam dunk champ. Uh-huh. Hashtag Mr. Through the Legs. Hashtag uh-huh. 76. I was watching right. I was watching his slam dunks this weekend. Yeah, Jay Rich, man. Jay Rich, very underrated dunker. Um, all right, best. so we reveal. Did he respond to you, John? No. He did not respond he to me not. either. Ah, oh, man. <laughs> so we've uh, been playing this game for five weeks, and it's 0-0. Zero, zero. It is 0-0. Zero, zero. You know who, who did? A uh, friend of the podcast, Dave Futernick, tried too. Uh-huh. So he wrote, at Jay Rich, bruh, my friend Jason Richard is having a baby boy, and it... Any day now, and I will only refer to it as Jason Richard's son. Cool with you? <laughs> nice. Good time. Good job. Good, Good job, friend of the pod. And yep. any, anything? Uh, I liked it, and I retweeted it. So, no. So no. The answer is no, but, but Man, good job. But, John, dude, I mean, this game... For me, from my perspective, it's such a, such a good, fun game, tweeting at players, but we've gotten no responses, zero, zero. That's all right, We've man. been so unsuccessful. Do you think that we're doing something wrong? Do you think, like, is there a way we can... Okay. No, no, I man. have an we idea. Just, we just gotta, we, we just gotta believe. You know what I'm thinking? You know what I'm thinking of doing this week? I think I'm gonna replace my profile picture with a hot girl. Let's see. <laughs> That's a good one. Okay. Who I should we do it then? do that. All right. So who should we go? Who, who, who are we doing this week? uh let's let's pick let's pick someone i we always pick someone obscure because we think it's gonna be better um so let's go i'd say let's go trey lyles trey lyles Ooh. just a, i'm just pulling a random player let's, all right let's see trey lyles what do we got all right trey lyles good. all right so next week get at me trey dog lyles. trey lyles uh another recurring segment on this show is john's a huge sixers fan obviously no one cares about the 76ers what? But for every win that the 76ers get, John gets to talk about them for a minute straight. So, Mr. John Hill, are you ready? Did uh, wait, first of all, did they win? They did. They beat the oh, Nets. Oh, okay. All right. I, I don't really I don't really keep up with them, so, yep. you know. They took they took the Clippers to overtime tonight, but they lost. Oh, it was so close. I thought I had two. I thought I was going to have two minutes. You're going to have two minutes I was for just, our listeners. Yeah, but just one minute. All right. All right. All right. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready enough. All right. Go. So, Sixers fans out there, I want to address some of the haters of the Sixers. Uh, when I was watching the Nets game, the Nets announcers were, were starting off and really, really dogging the Sixers, saying how, oh, I, I, I don't know any of these players. I don't watch the, I don't watch this team. You're the Nets, all right? You have no right to tell Sixers fans that they're not a real team. You are garbage. Uh, and then I look at this uh, in the uh, newspaper uh, talking about Duke, and then they go, they talk about Jalil Okafor, whom... Uh, and then they say, if minutes for the Sixers can be called meaningful, why are you taking a shot at the Sixers? Why are you doing that? That's not cool. Don't do that. Uh, if you guys notice, there's a lot of trash heaps of basketball teams this year. Uh, let's see. We've lost three coaches so far this week. Uh, but notice how the Sixers uh, still have their coach. So maybe don't talk trash about it. All right, your time. That's your time. Ooh, that was good. What's the third coach that we lost this week? We lost uh, George Carl. We lost Derek Fisher. Who's the other one? Uh, Hornacek. Oh, yeah. so I guess that was last week. <laughs> I just, I just assumed Hornacek was like already gone. Like I just in December, I assumed he no, was gone. No, no, no. If you lose to the Sixers, you get fired. That's the man. Best. There's players a lot of only coach firing. Yeah. 
All right, so we're winding down the podcast. At the end of every podcast, John and I like to shout out and beef with people. I got some beefs, John. You got beefs? I got I got a lot of beef this week. What kind of beefs you got? I got so much beef this week. First, I'm beefing with the Warriors. Reports last week came out the Warriors want to trade for Durant. Come on. What are you doing? Don't do it. Don't even think about it. Your team, you have basically the greatest team of all time. Why are you trying to mess with it? I don't care. I don't care if he's Kevin Durant. Don't do it, Warriors. You're getting greedy. This is like the story of every downfall. You know, pride goeth before the fall. John, Warriors, I'm beefing with you. Uh, don't sign Kevin Durant. Do you think he would actually go there? Yeah, of course. Why would you not go to Golden State, man? Play with Steph Curry, live in the Bay. You got that great fan base. You got those beautiful uniforms, especially coming from OKC with the ugliest uniforms in the league. Kevin Durant has to wear that garbage every night. And he's like, finally, finally I get some clean unis. Dude, he would go for sure. You know where he really should go? Where? The 76ers? The Cavs. (laughs) If Golden State wins it again... He should go to the Cavs because there's the, the only way you're going to beat Golden State is a super team and Durant and LeBron and Kyrie like he just do it. But they, I don't think they don't they, have a small they, forward. They don't have the cap space to sign him outright. Like they would need to trade. They need, they need to make a trade with OKC. All right. So do I mean, it. Maybe they could trade Kevin. Actually, you know what? That'd be a good trade. Kevin yeah. Love. Kevin, because Kevin Love and Russell Russell Westbrook were college teammates. Get rid of Virgil. How much does he make? Kevin like Love, ten mil? Yeah, Kevin. Yeah, I think yeah, Kevin Love. I think Kevin Love could get it done. If, if I mean, if Kevin Durant says I'm leaving anyways, OKC's okay, so got to do that trade. Yeah. Ooh, that's intriguing. That is do that. very intriguing. Don't go, to Don't go to the team that won. Go to the team that can't. Go to the team. Oh. The only chance you have of beating the team. I like that. Put that in the put that in the trade segment. Like put yeah, put that in the trade yeah. segment. All right. Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant says, "Hey, I'm not going. I, I I'm leaving. Trade me to the Cavs." Ooh, delicious. That'd be, that'd be good. Yeah. Uh, I got some more beef. You got though. more beefs? I got Damn, a lot of beef. Dog. Sorry. Damn, Bovine University over here. Yep, dude. The Wolves, the Minnesota Tim- Timberwolves. Yeah. First My of- beef is. Why are you so bad? Like, what's what's wrong with this team? Come, um, you have like a billion first-round picks. You've got Wiggins. You got Towns. You got Kate. You have the supposed veteran leadership. You have Ricky Rubio. Why are you bad? I mean, do you know, John? They're horrible. They're just not a good organization. Why don't they get more crap for it? It's like you have all this stuff. And you're barely better than this. everyone gives the 76ers crap like oh they're like they're like some of like embarrassment to basketball here are the timberwolves who have nothing but first rounders like some of the best talent in the league and they can't even they have like 12 wins or something they lost to the lakers oh you're telling me dude we i'm the guy that has to hear like or not just me all sixers fans have to be like that's how you rebuild you, that's you gotta how you sign rebuild, dude they've been rebuilding for a and- decade yeah, and also it's like Carl Towns and Wiggins are like infinitely better than anyone on the 76ers. Oh, yeah. And oh. it's not, they have other talent too. Shabazz and Zach Levine and, you know. Uh, Ricky Rubio yeah, was Ricky the top Rubio. pick. Yeah, Ricky Rubio. It's like. Yeah, because they don't know what they're doing. Horrible team, coaching, horrible GMs. Just for I mean, that, decades. They couldn't do anything with Kevin Love. They couldn't do, they barely did anything with Kevin Garnett. Yeah, no. It's I, ridiculous. That, that's why. It I, is. It is. I mean that Sam Mitchell must be the worst coach ever. Like they, I, they don't deserve that franchise. I say just shudder it, just get rid of it, disperse those players elsewhere. You guys yeah. can't win. You're done. Sorry. Twelve. They have twelve wins or something. Something ridiculous. That is like the one thing that Sixers fans 
take solace in during this uh, this tanking process is, yeah, like we're not those other teams. <laughs> like I'd rather no, be but come on, at. John, come on, John, you would rather be the Wolves though. No, but you have you they they have such better talent than the Sixers. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. They've always had better talent. I mean, the Kings have better talent than the Sixers, but I wouldn't want to be the Kings. You're saying the organization somehow. Yeah, ownership and GM, and we're good to go. I I trust us more than I trust them. All right, all right, all right. You heard it here first. 76ers better than uh, the Wolves. Yeah. Shout out to the way you say Wolves. How do I say it? Wolves? You say Wolves. Well, hey. There's no L. I've noticed that. I didn't want to tell you, but I kind of like it. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. Yeah, that's, you know, that's just, you know, where I'm from. This is how we do things. I, I know they don't people. deserve actually you know what they, they, they should they, they should have all the L's I, yeah exactly they should really pronounce wolves. <laughs> bunch of losers bunch get of out of here get out of yeah. here get out of here and Sam Mitchell be, and, and the sad part is a lot of people aren't liking Wiggins they're kind of down wrong with Wig- I love Wiggins I, I always say I always say I think Wiggins looks like the Twix rabbit and I, 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 I just like the way he looks he's so bouncy he reminds me of Corey Brewer yeah but there's, I he mean, just, he just got soul, man. He's got style. I like, I like him. He does. But a lot, of, I know uh, some of the Wolves writer are writing like, eh, what's going on? I well, think he'll be cares? fine. I think you he'll be Car- fine. I think he'll be fine. You have Carl Anthony Towns, who's like a generational talent. Like you just need Wolves. You, oh, <laughs> you just need Wiggins to be like, I don't know. You need Wiggins to be like a borderline all-star, I guess. Or even worse. Like he just needs to be a, a good second banana. And I think he's a great second banana. Yeah, well, we'll see. Just, I mean, they're still young. These, they're still young. They, get they these could writers be out of they there, man. Fine. You got all they these good players. They you got Zach fine. Levine. We'll you see know, about Zach we'll Levine's about fun. He's fine. We'll see. Uh, I'm beefing with... Uh, this is a uh, staple. So staple, staple of beef. the podcast. Yeah, I got a lot of beef this week. Sorry. Man, staple of the podcast. I'm beefing with DeMarcus Cousins. DeMarcus Cousins... The human YouTube, a YouTube comment section come to life. <laughs> so mean. Why would you say that? That's what he is, Why man. That's his personality. That? He has YouTube, the YouTube he, comment section. Is Demarcus like, Cousins. This is Demarcus Cousins. He's like a great. He's like a great YouTube video, right? Mm-hmm. And so sorry, like his his style of play, his basketball ability is the YouTube video, but his personality is the comment section. Okay, <laughs> that is what Demarcus Cousins is. All right, this fool. This this dickhead, <laughs> this jabroni. Did you read about what he did last week, John? What did he do? What did he do? He he sees it's February first, all right. He sees that the Kings have laid out nice T-shirts for Chinese New Year. The T-shirts oh, have I a monkey. Oh, I did see this. I did see this. Have a monkey on it. And it says "Happy Lunar New Year, Year of the Monkey," and it has a ki- has the monkey and has uh, uh, cr- like a king symbol, right? Mm-hmm. Demarcus Cousin takes offense to this because it's the first day of Black History Month, and there's a monkey, which is like just racist to just assume. Like, anyways, it's just it's almost like racist on his part. I don't want to get in trouble, but like, and he makes the freaking the staff like remove the T-shirts from the entire arena, like. I I showed so many people this I showed many people of all races these these 
t-shirts and was like, is this offensive in any way? Not a single person said it was offensive. Because it clearly says what it's for. Happy, Loon Happy Lunar New Year, Year of the Monkey. It makes it very clear what it's for. There's no, there's no way to misconstrue it. So I think DeMarcus Cousins just wanted to assert, like he's just bullying people. He's just like, oh, this isn't cool. Get rid of these t-shirts. They have a monkey on it. Maybe, he, maybe, maybe he's never heard of Chinese New Year. Yeah, I also think that. I, I, I mean, I also think he has no idea what Chinese New Year is, and he thinks it was like made up to make fun of him or something. The maybe. worst. Demarcus Cousins is the worst. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. You, I didn't know you love Chinese New Year that much. Dude, Chinese New Who? Dude, Chinese. You know, it's a, it's a tradition. It's like the China is the biggest country in the world, man. They got this thing. You know, let them have their thing. Yeah, tell me about Chinese New Year's, man. It's a thing that happens in February. <laughs> the, uh, my Chinese friends got envelopes of money yeah? when they were kids. That's all I, you watched Fresh red. Off the Boat. You just watched the episode of Fresh Off the Boat. And that's, no, you know I had Chinese. It. My best friend is Chinese. John, come no, on, man. No, I'm your best friend. Yeah, he is. Okay, you're yeah, right. actually, <laughs> actually I should. Now let me call friends. him. We should do an on-air podcast where I call my ex-best friend Ray and let him know that you're my best friend now. <laughs> that would be an awesome one. Hey, Ray, uh, you've dem de been demoted. Uh, John Hill's my best friend now. <laughs> that would be amazing. Um, I have I, All I had was those beefs this week. I have no shout-outs, John. You have no shout-outs? None. I have no None? one to shout-out. Who am I supposed to shout-out? It's just been nothing but beef this week. Uh, shout-out Ray, your childhood uh, Chinese friend. No, I but told you. I don't even like him that much anymore. He's, like he's getting demoted from my best friend. Oh, man. That's messed up. That's messed yeah. up. Don't uh, worry, he doesn't listen to this because he doesn't support my uh, creative endeavors. <laughs> <laughs> hence, hence his, uh, hence his uh, pending demotion. Yeah, I know who I'm going to shout out. You know who I'm going to shout out? Okay, gonna, who are you going to shout out? I'm going to shout out Steph Curry. Ooh, ooh rough and, one. And, and here's why. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to beef with Steph Curry. You right. go ahead and shout him out. I'm, I'm going to shout out Steph Curry because he's a huge Carolina Panthers fan. Right, right. And he was talking trash. And okay. they lost. Yep. And then he tweeted out uh, okay. the picture of him banging the giant uh, gong. Uh huh. But yep, it had I saw this. Jordan's crying meme face on it. You're shouting him out for that. I think that's. Uh, I think he he understood that. Yeah. Like he uh, he talked a lot no. of game, and uh, this is this is what he has to suffer. John, yeah. no. That's, I'm beating, that's him I'm... admitting that he was wrong. I know I like the sentiment, sentiment, but the crying Jordan meme is the meme is the least funny thing in the entire world. It's never been funny. It every time I wish I could block people. Actually, I might just start doing that. If you use the crying Jordan meme on Twitter, you're blocked. You're done. Steph Curry, you're blocked. It's not funny. I don't want to see it ever again. You know, here's the thing. I I kind of share the sentiment sentiment you have, but I will admit that once in a you while you also shared the inability to pronounce sentiment. What? You know, English wasn't my first language. Uh, but I do like the idea that uh, every once in a while they surprise me. There's someone on the internet that will somehow... Get a crying Jordan meme that works. Somewhere where I'm like, wow, you know, I, I thought this thing was dead, but nope, you did a good job. You did a... That's, that's what I'm saying is that when it comes to comedy, we hold the athletes to such low standards. It's like, let's let's hold them to higher standards. It's like... You know that's just not a good joke, Steph. You got to there got to be a better joke for losing to Carolina. Yeah, but I or, think I'm sorry, think, losing losing to the Broncos. But I think what I respected was the, that he's it, trying. 
it, it was a risky thing because, you know, people, could, there could be backlash. Like, why are you disrespecting Jordan? Oh, oh you know what I mean? Oh, like he went oh. like, cause like, that's what he's doing. Like he took the greatest oh. basketball player of all time crying. It, I didn't, I didn't who, think about who that. Is I like, you know, he was, that. and the crying Jordan meme, like, remember he's like sharing his emotions. Like it's all right. And we mock him and look, we can mock him because Jordan's probably a horrible person in real life <laughs> from all accounts. <laughs> But it's very disrespectful to the game, right? Yeah, he like like we wouldn't do that to like, like you know who like Uh, to Bill Russell or something. We would never do that to Bill Russell or Kareem (laughs) or anything like that. Oh, we would do it to Kareem. Kareem would do it himself. I got beef with Kareem, dude. Kareem (laughs) saying Kareem out here saying that Dirk Nowitzki is a one-trick pony. Uh, Come on, Kareem. Come on. All right. Come Uh, on. You know Dirk is the best. All right. Shout out to Dirk just for being Dirk, man. I'll shout out Dirk. I just love Dirk. Yeah, Dirk is great. Thanks for still being... Dude, Dirk and Tim Duncan, man. Thank you for still being in the league. Yeah, they're killing it. They're killing it. Wait, wait, All right. Wait to be old. Wait to shout out to the B-Ball Breakdown Network as well. Yes, thank you our, so much, Coach Nick. Our new home. You could find me on Twitter at Tweet of Matt Hill. You could find John at... J. Hill Namin. You could find our podcast at The Super Hoopers on yeah. Twitter as well. Thanks for listening. Until next week, keep, keep pooping. Have you ever been to a volcano when it was erupting? You're now listening to Super Hoopers. There are a bunch of guys who ain't never played the game. Super Hoopers! Can you say that? Super Hoopers! Super Hoopers! That's what you say, bro. We just a fucking franchise player and we're in here talking about practice. That's terrible.